Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly podcast, where every week it is our mission, our goal to deliver a encouraging, positive, creative, authentic, inspiring message straight to you, the people. Give us something to meditate on as we explore the Holy Scriptures. Give us something to set our souls, our spirits on fire and help us grow together. We are all in this together. That is my strong belief. My aim is to promote the belief in yourself. I believe we all have the spirit of the creator inside of us. And so it is only worth it to ourselves to make sure that we grow and get better each and every day that we can. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you are a first time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for giving us a chance. I really appreciate it. However you found your way here. I hope you enjoy your time as you listen to this podcast and you can continue to join us. You can subscribe at shapetheculture.org or on your favorite podcast provider. If you're a continuing listener, thank you so much for continuing to tune in. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that you continue to find your way here, that we continue to learn and grow together. And this week, we are continuing with our series titled For Dreamers Only. So this week, as I said, we are continuing our series titled For Dreamers Only. We're continuing to look at the story of Joseph. His story is so deep. It's so rich. We've been learning a lot of lessons about protecting our dreams, feeling our fear, feeling, facing our temptations, embracing our gifts, remembering the time where we where we had purpose and being re-energized by that time. And so it's been it's really been a journey, and I'm really appreciating how much this series is helping us learn and grow together. So this week we are continuing. I am continuing to read from the same chapter as last week, chapter 41, and this time I'm going to read verses 17 through 36, and they read like this. So Pharaoh told Joseph his dream. In my dream, he said, I was standing on the bank of the Nile River, and I saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. But then... I saw seven sick-looking cows, scrawny and thin, come up after them. I've never seen such sorry-looking animals in all the land of Egypt. Then these thin, scrawny cows ate the seven fat cows. But afterward, you wouldn't have known it, for they were still as thin and scrawny as before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I also saw seven heads of grain, full and beautiful, growing on a single stalk. The seven more heads of grain appeared, but these were blighted, shriveled, and withered by the east wind. And the shriveled heads swallowed the seven healthy heads. I told these dreams to the magicians, but no one could tell me what they mean. Joseph responded, both of Pharaoh's dreams mean the same thing. God is telling Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The seven healthy cows and the seven healthy heads of grain both represent seven years of prosperity. The seven thin scrawny cows that came up later and the seven thin heads of grain withered by the east wind represent seven years of famine. This will happen just as just as I have described it, for God has revealed to Pharaoh in advance what he is about to do. The next seven years will be a period of great prosperity throughout the land of Egypt, but afterward there will be seven years of famine so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt. Famine will destroy the land. This famine will be so severe that even the memory of the good years will be erased. 
As for having two similar dreams, it means that these events have been decreed by God and he will soon make them happen. Therefore, Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one fifth of all the crops during the seven good years. Have them gather all the food produced in the good years that are just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouses. Store it away and guard it so there will be food in the cities. That way there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, this famine will destroy the land. So we've been reading about Joseph and we've been following Joseph from being young and having these dreams about his future, you know, his hope. We see him rejected by his family, sold into slavery by his brothers. Then, you know, he's wrongly convicted. He's thrown in jail. In jail, he's abandoned and forgotten. And he spends years serving time. And then all of a sudden, he finds himself in front of the Pharaoh. And this is Joseph's big day. This is the day that everything begins to change for Joseph. Because it's so interesting that we've been reading and we've been waiting to see what, where the turning point is going to come from Joseph. And it finally comes. This is the day where he meets Pharaoh and shows how deeply connected he is to God. Because last week, right, we looked at how Joseph came, even came upon the opportunity to meet Pharaoh. And now we see just how Joseph's process has paid off. Because this was a crucial time and place for our young dreamer. Like, this is it for him. We've seen him go through the trials and tribulations of being, like I said, rejected, abandoned, plotting against, betrayed, bound as a slave and as a convict. But now we see him in all his glory as he presents himself confidently, strongly, intelligently in front of Pharaoh. And the only reason Joseph is able to stand in his glory is because he stood through all of his pain. Your big day comes when your hard work, patience meets with opportunity. You have to be able to believe that no matter what, you are walking in your purpose on purpose. It's critical that we understand how our trials and tribulations are literally preparing us for the future. Like I said, they're purposeful. If we don't believe in the purpose of our pain, then we'll give up and we'll we'll start to lose our perspective on the bigger picture. We'll no longer be motivated to keep trying to stand back up after we've fallen down and to continue to lead and move forward with love. We see this, we see this through the meeting of Joseph and Pharaoh that there was no ill will in Joseph's heart. He never even mentioned any of the wrongdoings that happened to him. He never mentioned being locked up even though he was innocent. He never mentioned that his brother sold him as a slave. He never mentioned being forgotten by the baker and the cupbearer. All these things were in the past. Joseph learned his lessons and kept his trust in the process, not on the external, but on the internal. This demonstrates a powerful lesson for us as we live and grow. You do not receive blessings to stunt on others. You don't plot on accomplishing your purpose to enact revenge on those who wronged you. Your dedication to becoming everything you are called to be has to be inspired by love and a longing to better not only yourself, but the world around you at the same time. You have to want progress for everybody. 
I believe what's special about Joseph's big day is how unfazed he was. See, because the truth is, you'll never know when your big day is approaching. And oftentimes, just when you think it's about to be your big day or you think it's about to be that life-changing opportunity, things honestly end up going left and you're stuck waiting still because the process, you, we can't measure our process. We can't estimate and try to plan for our process. There is no perfect plan. So it's important that you treat every step of your journey like it is the big day. Joseph demonstrated right character and a right heart through each chapter of his journey because just like us, he never knew. He never knew when that day was come. So every day he had to take, he had to take his life seriously. He never once took the low road and he always maintained his composure, even through the times where it would have been perfectly acceptable for him to lash out and start wilding out. There's no recipe for figuring out when your big day is approaching. There's no perfect plan that you can create. As a dreamer, you have to be willing to acknowledge that at any moment your life can change for the better and honestly for the worse. Dreamers must be able to accept the good, the bad, and the ugly, all with positive energy and a focus on the growth that each situation provides. Like I said, it's more about the internal, what you're learning, what you're going through, what you're witnessing. The truth is that Pharaoh, as soon as Joseph finished, he could have thrown Joseph back in jail. There was no way to know that Joseph was going to be received with appreciation and gratitude. Based on Joseph's recent experiences that we've been reading about, we might have expected him to be cautious and have his guard up. He might have been like, wait a minute. I interpreted some dreams of your royal servants and they forgot about me. I was stuck in jail. So why would I do the same thing for you? That could have been his mentality. But like Joseph, we must face each situation with the dedication to do the work the Spirit of God is calling us to do. Joseph's life went from being about him to literally being about the welfare of the entire country of Egypt. Think about that. If Joseph had refused to meet with Pharaoh, if he had displayed attitude when meeting Pharaoh, refused to share his gift with Pharaoh, he would have, like I said, literally been letting down an entire country of people. This goes to show that you never know who your actions and decisions might affect. But the mentality of treating each day like your big day leaves you ready at all times to stand up to the challenge and deliver godly results. Preparation is how we're able to endure the process. When we prepare ourselves to stand up to challenges and recognize that sometimes our process takes longer than expected, we provide ourselves with a clearer perspective. As I think about Joseph, I think about how much time he spent preparing for this big day. We've been reading through his entire story. And up to this point, it's been 13 years since Joseph first started. Our preparation has to start spiritually and mentally. That's where Joseph started as a young boy, spiritually, mentally. He was in tune with, with the purpose that God had for him. He was, he was trying to figure it out. We have to prep ourselves for the dreamer's journey. When the odds are stacked against you, how will you make sure that you're ready? Through your hard work and patience, how will you make sure that when presented with the opportunity to reveal your gifts, that you will do it with the right character and the right heart? The only way we can ensure that we don't miss our big day 
It's by treating every day like the big day. Today is the big day. Tomorrow is the big day. The day after tomorrow is the big day. We never know what random chances will come upon us. Your life can change drastically each and every day. But ultimately, it's up to us to choose how we want to conquer each day. Like Joseph, we have to be ready to assume our leadership and present ourselves as the vessel God has molded and shaped us to be. And also what's so interesting to me about the verses that we read, and and like I said, Joseph treated each and every day, each moment, each chapter of his life as the big day, the big moment. And Joseph said something so critical as he's talking to Pharaoh. He said, but afterward, there will be seven years of famine so great that all the prosperity will be forgotten in Egypt. And that simple sentence is so important to me because I think that's a big part of having the correct perspective and being able to motivate ourselves to keep going through the hard and tough and ugly times is that you can't forget about the times where you were prospering and you were flourishing and you had everything that you thought you might have wanted and everything was going in your your direction. We have to know that life is an ebb and a flow. It goes up and down. There's high tides and there's low tides. But through each tide, like I said, it's about our character and our heart and our perspective that will be able to keep us going. So whatever trials and tribulations, whatever storms you are facing right now, remember that there is a time that's coming for you where you will prosper again. Prosperity is on the other side for you. Never forget that. So thank you so much for tuning in to another Shape the Culture message. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we talked about something that helps you learn and grow, helps you believe in yourself a little bit more. And like I said, remember to treat each and every day like it's your big day. Hold your head up high, walk forward, and keep going. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys next week. I love you all.